Yep, it's Coach's Rise time. I'm Coach C. Collins, and I'm here to talk a little bit of basketball from a coach's perspective and give you some insight. Uh, once again, want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in and supporting. Obviously, we have our main hub, our main channel, which is About That Life podcast, but this is just kind of a little spinoff to talk and sit down as a coach and give my interpretations on a different aspect of coaching. Uh, today's topic uh, is actually going to be a doubleheader. I'm actually hoping to release two episodes in one sit down. Uh, today, I definitely want to wish everybody a happy Wednesday. It is, you know, December 30th. We are about to hit into that new year and it's going to be, uh, you know, great <laughs> to get 2020 off our back. Um, again, I hope everybody's being safe. I know with COVID shutdowns uh, in California, for sure, um, it, it can be tough and it can be disheartening for a lot of people. So please understand that I do this platform for myself to just try to give a little light and, and uh, give something else to think about other than, uh, the dire situations, what's going on. I mean, on a political spectrum, we are getting another uh, stimulus check, which it potentially could be another $2,000 check, which I think could help a lot of people for small businesses like myself. The SBA is doing a second round. They're doing a lot of emergency funds to help small businesses. So there is some hope of an up and up, um, you know, again, not to get too political, but it, I just hope everybody's hanging in there. Uh, working if you can, holding on to your families tight when you can, and, uh, you know, just being safe. So, like I said, it's a doubleheader topic today. The topic first I wanted to talk about is going to be kind of a controversial one, I guess, you know. And, again, this is all just my opinion, and this is something I believe coaches will have to face and coaches will have to uh, address at some point. Uh, first topic, I shouldn't say first topic because I'm going to do another episode uh, anyway, but the topic I'm talking about right now is should young, younger athletes, and what I mean by young, I'm saying basically, I would say from sophomore all the way on to college, and that age range could vary because some people go JUCO, uh, some people get out of college and go back in college, go JUCO, some go prep school, and then to a university, but let's just say roughly between the ages of... 16, 15 and a half, 16 to 24, should athletes, girls and guys, um, have relationships? Should they have a, should a boyfriend, you know, have a girlfriend? Should a girlfriend have a boyfriend? And whatever your sexuality is, you know, everything in between. Um, I think that's a question that a lot of coaches don't necessarily want to tackle, but especially if you're a coach on the women's side, you know um, how pivotal that can be be for the progress of some of your athletes uh there's story after story of uh relationships ruining athletes uh potential there's re uh, relationships um there's even more tragic stories of you know uh crimes of passion where you know look, look at ray rice and the and the former nfl player you know he punched his wife it, it was probably the worst time in his life as a young athlete and it got exposed, and basically the NFL blackballed him for that one terrible moment, which his wife, admittedly, they worked through and tried to to heal and work past. And I believe they're still together and still thriving. But again, the problem was there's we're in the age of transparency. There's so many there's so many 
venues of recording and videotape and social media platforms and everybody wanted to be exposed and everybody's relationship and everybody wants to know their business. I mean, it's the basketball wives culture. You got to have a camera in all your business. We got to Instagram, all our folks. Look at, look at what's going on with Larsa Pippen and, and, you know, Bronny and, and uh, Malik Beasley. And I mean, it's just social media has made relationships pretty toxic, even at, you know, older adult level, Larsa Pippen, I think is 46. Um, and I think Malik Beasley is 24. So it kind of got me thinking and asking the question as a coach, uh, if one of my players, guy or girl or anything was to be in a relationship and ask me advice or, you know, just talk to me, like, ultimately, do I think they should be in relationships? Um, and I'm going to be quite frank with you. I, I think, no, I don't think, most athletes, especially if they're extremely focused, not the ones that are just not bad, not people playing basketball, but true basketball players. And again, this is mainly true athletes. I don't think they need a full on committed relationship. Now, again, again, there are the outliers. Look at LeBron James. You know what I mean? Him, that's his high school sweetheart. They, they, they have an amazing family, an amazing culture set. You know what I mean? But then you look on the other side of things, on the dark side of things, look at Dwayne Wade, you know, the mother of his kids and someone he was with for a long time. Uh, that relationship became incredibly toxic. And, you know, he luckily, well, at least for Dwayne Wade, he seems to have found love with uh, Gabrielle Union and, and they're happy and they're living their best life. But for a long time, his Dwayne Wade's longtime girlfriend slash wife, you know, mothers of his kids was very bitter and angry and upset. And it just, it just created a hell of an environment. So it does pose the question, uh, should basketball players isolate themselves? It, re it reminds me of um, LeVar Ball said it to LaMelo, I believe, on his show. Uh, I saw the clip. I don't watch the show. I'm not really a fan of the Ball family. Uh, I, I, I'm a fan of them as athletes, just not a fan of them as, like, people. I just really don't care. Just like I don't watch the Kardashians. I don't – I really don't care. Um, but he said to LaMelo on, on some real talk, and I thought it was very profound just to be that candid and honest with his son. He said, you're never going to find a legit girl. Like you're not going to find a legit girlfriend. You know, he said only girls that you're going to have are, 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 are thoughts and hoes. And again, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty, it's R rated, but it is pretty accurate. I hate to say it, you know, it is very unlikely that LaMelo or LiAngelo can just meet a, a, a roundaway girl in terms of just, you know, the, the girl next door who grew up with me and knows me since day one when I was poor and wasn't shit. And no, because the kid's been famous since he was like 13, 14 years old. And that family has money outside of basketball has money. Do you understand LaMelo LaMelo Ball, not Anthony, LaMelo Ball, uh, signed a deal with Puma for $100 million. That means this this kid has a contract for $100 million shoe endorsement without even touching a basketball. So it is very, very unlikely to believe that this young 18, or he's 20, sorry, I think, I believe he's 20, 19, 20-year-old kid is going to meet a girl that's legitimately only going to like him for him. It is not a coincidence that these Instagram models and these very, very extremely attractive women date typically guys who have money or who have some sort of alpha status. It's, it's very rare 
and very misleading where you hear these outlier stories of these super attractive Instagram model women dating the guy that works at Walmart. Like, I'm hearing more and more stories of women like this saying they refuse to date a guy that's a nine to five. And the crazy part, if people know me, for those who listen, I am both. I own a business. I'm director of an AU club, but I work at UPS. I'm literally the definition of an entrepreneur, small business owner, and a guy that works nine to five. And I'm proud of both. I am proud of both. During this pandemic, the shutdown, guess what's keeping my bills paid? My nine to five. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing to me. So, you know, do I think uh, younger athletes, again, from the age of, you know, 24 to 16 should have boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that? I don't. Quite honestly, I don't. I think it takes a level of maturity, advanced maturity, that most um, young people don't have. Because, again, I'm 37 years old. Any of you guys around my age, please show me that you were perfect your entire life. Because if you want to understand my background, because, of course, you know, people are going to be like, well, what about you, Coach? How can you speak? How can you judge? Well, let me put it to you like this. When I was in my younger 20s and things like that, I was a whole-ass dude. I mean, I'm going to be straight up with you. I was a whole-ass dude. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 I was a whole-ass motherfucker in college. Um, I was a whole-ass motherfucker just growing up in Oakland. Because, again, I didn't really necessarily have parental guidance. Um, you know, I, I wanted I wanted to do what I felt like doing um, uh, with the opposite sex for sure. I just grew to understand that, you know, that wasn't the right way to live through maturity, time, and experience. And, and I really calmed down and have really committed my life to being a better man. But if you're talking about when I was... 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. No, I wasn't very intelligent and I wasn't very smart and I wasn't, you know, uh, very disciplined. I just did what I felt like I was impulsive and I was a young, dumb athlete. So, you know, if someone would have sat me down and said, hey, stop trying to fit this mold. You don't you don't need a girlfriend. You just need to focus on what you need to do. That might have been a better account of words for me because I remember I when I was in college um my girlfriend that I had at the time broke up with me and it devastated me it hurt me in the pit of my stomach I lost focus in basketball I lost focus in the classroom I started failing classes I didn't have the maturity to be able to handle a pain like that and still be able to focus on my task at hand um that comes through time and experience and age so in my personal opinion, am I saying that all young athletes should just go out there and be fucking everything in sight? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. But I do believe that it, trying to engage in a full on committed relationship, especially with a partner, if they're not an athlete and they don't understand the path that you're walking is extremely difficult. And it's extremely hard to walk that path and, and not be time consuming and emotionally draining and, and hard to just maintain if you're with a partner that's enhancing you and helping you like that's why I often think uh athletes dating each other um other athletes dating other athletes is a good deal because they both understand the focus even if it's the same sport or a different sport um and they can support each other in it I do believe it's very hard for non-athletes to date athletes because understanding the path that you're walking the focus the time that you invest is very hard for someone from the outside 
uh, without the same type of passion or motivation or something of the equivalent of that in their life to understand it. Uh, it ain't like I'm saying this episode to give relationship advice. I'm just saying this is my opinion in a coaching aspect. Uh, for my players out there, I say having a girlfriend is great. From you know, And this is for my teams, I'm saying having a girlfriend is great but don't lose sight of the focus of your life. And the pain of the heart is some of the worst pain that a man could ever take and sustain. And it's always hard to bounce back from that. Um, and again, I'm speaking from a man's perspective. I can't speak on a woman's perspective because I'm not a woman. Uh, for you young ladies out there, uh, I, uh, I kind of feel the exact same way in terms of you need to stay focused as well. And you need to make sure you know, you have the resilience to keep going, keep pushing forward if uh, you do suffer a, a heartbreak because that's the reality of relationships. Um, they're full of ups, they're full of downs, and experiences teaches you that they're full of heartbreak. So, you know, that that's overall my two cents. I mean, again, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me. I just think, you know, as a coach, tell your players, encourage them. If they talk to you about these things, um, stay single. You know what I mean? Stay single. Stay focused on your plan. Uh, date, you know, have friends, you know, have people that you can be close with and, and intimate with. Uh, but having necessarily a full on commitment like this is someone I'm about to marry. Uh, that's pretty tough, <laughs> especially at a young age when it seems you're still trying to figure things out and get the maturity for that. Um, that's just my two cents. Again, this is probably a pretty controversial topic some people might agree some people might analyze and say you know he don't know what the hell he's talking about fuck what he's talking about and that's fine too um i'm not perfect and i'm not portraying myself like i'm perfect i'm just saying coaches when you deal with your athletes keep it real with them because that's what i try to do on this show that's what i try to do talking about different topics relationships are tough they're tough for you athletes out there and i encourage a lot of communication I encourage a lot of understanding but the biggest thing of all I encourage is don't lose the focus stay motivated stay ready and stay hungry and you'll see some positive results uh, with that being said I hope everybody has a good day um, again this is a doubleheader episode so if you want stick around listen to the next episode uh, if you don't I hope you enjoyed my take on this on my coach's rise time have a good evening and we are out.